Welcome to episode 29 of Sharing Life Lessons. This is season 3. Together we are building a library of stories. I am your host Hamida and I want to bring you stories because stories inspire, stories teach and stories heal. Listeners, this is a global podcast and it is a global podcast for two reasons. One, we have listeners from all over the world. More specifically, besides the United States of America, we have listeners from 33 different countries. Secondly, our guests also come from all over the world. And our guest for today adds to the list of such global guests. Our guest is of Irish descent, but resides in Mexico. She is also an inside-out coach for women and an energy therapist. And for those who don't know what an inside-out coach is, just as I didn't know, I promise you, you will know what an inside-out coach is after you listen to my conversation with our guest for today. And so everyone, let's welcome Karen Maloney. Hello, Karen. Welcome to Sharing Life Lessons. It is so exciting to have you on the show. Hamida, thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. Looking forward to connecting with you and your listeners. Great. Can you start us off by telling us a bit about yourself, please? Sure. It's so funny when we were just chatting for a few minutes before we got started, you mentioned who you currently are. (laughs) And I love that because who I currently am now is a very different person to who I was a number of years ago. And this is why I do what I do now as well, because we are constantly changing and evolving and growing and expanding. If we allow ourselves, if we allow ourselves. So it's, it's taking that journey and rolling with it. And who I currently am now is a person who lives very differently. I, I would call it, I have an inner freedom that I never had before that I didn't realize was actually even a thing. And now I work as a a women's inside out coach and an energy therapist. And I also have a podcast called Curiosity and Consciousness. And what led me to coaching really was my journey. I've always been interested in helping people and growing and really learning. I always really had a curious mind from a very young age and wondering, well, why is this so? How is this so? Who says I need to do X, Y, and Z? Always kind of question. So I suppose where I've got to now and who I currently am now is I'm enough. I am enough. And it is such a blessing. And it is so incredible to just realize I'm enough. And I actually don't have to be or do anything. And coming to that place has been just magic. I suppose that's why I do what I do now and help others. Because when we realize our own enoughness exactly as we are, I mean, everything just shifts. Everything. Karen, that in itself is such a huge life lesson. I mean, we can just stop the interview right here because I think you've given to the listeners absolutely a whole bit to swallow. I am enough. I love that. And for, for the listeners, all of the links to Karen's podcast, etc., is going to be in the show notes. So tell us, how did you get here? I know there is a good story behind this. Tell us your story, Karen. <laughs> Yeah, well, I suppose like many people, we all have stories, we all have, you know, 
excuse my language, shit that happens to us throughout our lives. And everyone's story is relative to them. And that's why comparison is futile because whatever we experience feels world shattering to us at that time. And I've had a few different events happen but I suppose like that I've always had this really curious mindset and from a very young age I was on a kind of inward journey but I wasn't necessarily living my talk like I had read all the self-help books I really loved everything esoteric energy work all those kind of things from a very young age but it was very much a hidden part of myself and it wasn't as if I was living that truth. I didn't have any kind of a daily practice or meditation or prayer or yoga or anything like that. Little bits and pieces, but not anything fixed. And then in 2016, that's when I really was catapulted into actually walking my talk. I was going out with my ex at the time and we were living abroad and he had been going through some difficulties and struggles and whatnot. And it it was beginning to affect me. Again, I, I look back, fear was actually running my life. Fear made me stay in a situation that actually was no longer healthy for me. It was beginning to affect me. But then anyway, one day he sent me an email and just disappeared from my life. I've never heard from him since. I, I'm Irish and I was at home in Ireland at the time on a holiday and received this email. And I mean, instantly my world just shattered. I felt obliterated into like a billion different pieces. I can and I was, imagine. <laughs> and I was, it makes me laugh now because... <laughs> But it was extremely traumatic. And I felt like someone had picked me up and dropped me back like 16 years. I was back in my parents' house. And obviously, as we'd moved abroad, I had sold my car. I'd quit my job. I'd cancelled all my bills because we were moving, moving for a couple of years. He wasn't from Ireland. And he said he would send back all my stuff. And nothing ever arrived. So I lost all my shoes, clothes, bags, like kitchen appliances jewelry perfumes like everything I had just my little suitcase that I went home on holidays to Ireland with for a couple of weeks so as you can imagine my world was just turned upside down I felt like life just ate me up whole I could not stop crying for anything like just the shock I was in complete and utter shock and I was in bed for days just with my eyes out crying I couldn't eat I couldn't think and the usual what did I do what happened oh if I didn't say this if I shouldn't have said that why did I do this taking it all on myself like mm -hmm. it was all my fault and just going through a million and one questions every single day and the story that was going through my head at that time because I was just gone or just before I turned 33. So the story that was going through my head in those first few days was, this is it. I can never rebuild my life. I'll never be able to rebuild my life. I'll never be able to rebuild my life. And that fear and that panic had gripped, absolutely gripped me. That's how I was for a couple of days. But then one day during another like hysterics those crying fits where you can't even breathe you know you, you remember as a child you get into a fit and you can't even breathe mm -hmm. so in the midst of one of those fits and this was pretty quick maybe three or four days later I was in hysterics and next thing all of a sudden this immense immense calm just came over me out of nowhere and I remember thinking 
this is strange because I was in hysterics and I was, I felt so serene. And then I heard a voice and it was like, okay, Karen, you have two choices here. You stay exactly as you are, miserable, going over questions in your head, like in fear, panic, not talking to anyone, just crying, wasting your life. Or you accept this as your reality and you begin to move forward. In that instant, I just had this moment of clarity going, oh yes, yes, this is my reality. And I'm like, I can cry, I can question, I can do whatever the hell I want to be as miserable as I want. But the reality is this has happened. He has gone. So do I choose to live my life this way and destroy my own life as well in the meantime? So in that instant, everything shifted. It didn't mean to say, oh, I was cured or I wasn't going through the pain. No, but I didn't live in those emotions all the time. Things became easier. And when the emotions did rise, I sat with them and allowed them and felt them. But outside of that then, I'm like, I have my life. I'm here to live and experience it all. And that's when I suppose I was catapulted. And once I moved into that space of acceptance, Mm -hmm. I mean, the amount of guidance and support that came my way. I had received an email about tapping which is emotional freedom technique. Angel cards were coming across my way. I started watching tarot. Like there were signs and guidance everywhere, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was magic. <laughs> the universe yeah. is sending you signs. And again, I'm repeating what you're saying, Karen, but mm-hmm. I so strongly believe in it. They are everywhere as long as you can look and feel them. They are there. Oh, and I can say this hand on heart from that moment to this day, 100%. But like that, we have to be open and willing to accept what is and then lean into what is showing up and follow that. I'm with you there. Mm -hmm. Is that what led you to where you are right now? Well, I I thought it was like just my own little secret hobby or something. I didn't actually believe that there was a higher divine power actually running through us and supporting us all the time. I just thought it was a little interest I had myself. I knew it was powerful, but I didn't fully understand. So after a couple of weeks, I was laughing. I'm like, okay, universe, (laughs) I get it. This had Uh to happen for me to, to start walking my talk. And... I did. And well, everything, the person I am now compared to that person is just miles apart. And I don't mean that as in I was being in any way disingenuous or not being myself, but like that, I had all these, we all do these, these limiting beliefs, like conditioning and like patterns that just were not serving me stories that I was telling myself and very external focused, which the, the real truth is living that inside out, you know, and that's why I'm an inside out coach. And I was given, I, I call that an awakening. I had an, a full on awakening. Like it's an experience I will never forget. And even when I put my mind back to it, and that sensation of that peace and serenity and calm that just came out of nowhere is it nearly brings tears to my eyes. It was so magical. So when someone has an experience like that, Like you can't deny it again. There is a higher force that is always trying to connect with us. But 
then again, I had another one a couple mm-hmm. of days later because when that extreme fear and panic rose, and I mean, it was extreme, it was gripping. I couldn't breathe. It was like, what am I going to do? How am I going to get money again? How am I going to live? I'm never going to meet anyone. I've no time to have another relationship. All these things that were going through my head. And in one of those episodes, I heard that voice again, it extreme calm. And it said, put your hands on your heart and start giving thanks. And again, my human mind was like, what? Like, I, I'm in the depths of despair here. And you're telling me, put my hands on my heart and start giving thanks. But I did it. There was something in me that knew to do it. Mm-hmm. And some days I literally would stand in my room and I was like, I don't know what I'm thankful for. And I would literally start rhyming out. I'm like, I'm thankful for my bed. I'm thankful for the floor. I'm thankful for the walls. I'm thankful for the lights. I'm thankful for the electricity. And that practice mm-hmm. shifted everything again everything everything because again we actually don't see all that we have and even when life seems upside down and mayhem and horrible and really dramatic and horrible things happening there is always still so much beauty when we choose to open our eyes to it so I felt like a layer was lifted off my eyes and I actually started seeing. And when I started that practice as well, it brought me into presence. I was absolutely 100% in my room, in my house or wherever I was at the time. And I wasn't stuck in the story in my head. And a really funny thing happened after a couple of weeks of doing that. I actually realized I had the insight that this only hurt when I remembered to think about it. When I was living my life and being grateful and thankful and, you know, present and connecting with friends and not stuck in my head, you know, replaying the story, life was actually great. And that may sound strange to people, but again, an event happens and it hurts us, but they say it's our thoughts then that continue to hurt us. And I saw that so clearly. And Karen, people do say, and everyone's heard it, this is nothing new, that it's best to live in the now and not in the past. But what you're saying is a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's where I live 100% to this day. I live in the present. And yes, no more than anyone else. My mind goes crazy at times and I'm down a rabbit hole of negative self-thought or replaying an old story or worried about the future. Like that's normal because we're human. But now I catch myself. I have this other higher perspective, this awareness, and I bring myself back and I'm like, this is not true. Like right now, this is not true. I'm just fabricating this in my mind. It is not real life. And I connect. I'm like, where is my body? Where my body is where real life is right now. And that's not to say I live with my head in the sand or denying things. No, I face them full Mm -hmm. on. If there's something to be faced right now in the present, I will deal with it. I will do it. I will move through it. But that's it. You move through it. You don't hold on. You don't attach. It's a total, I live with a total non-resistance and acceptance of whatever the present moment shows up. And yes, that shows difficulties and challenges and struggles at times. But again, I I deal with them face on and it's the only place to live. It's actually the only place to live because there is no other time. The past is a memory and the future hasn't happened yet. So the more that we can get comfortable in the uncomfortableness of the present, and I think that's what most people struggle with because it is uncertain. But it's, again, it's not something to fear. We can cultivate that comfort within 
the uncertainty and find an ease and joy within it. And I suppose that's that's what I do as well now in my work, help others to, to get comfortable in the uncomfortable. And Karen, how many years has it been since you had these two awakenings? This, it was in about four and a half years. So that was early March, 2016. Okay, I am sure you had a really good journey in these last four and a half years and many life lessons that you learned along the way. So do share with us your journey and your life lessons. Yeah, it's funny when you say that and I'm just going to make a comment that these last four and a half years, when I look back now, I am so eternally grateful for every single moment. But even within those times, after those awakenings, I've also, and I think when you're on the spiritual path, there's, there's layers and there's layers and there's layers and you keep uncovering and definitely during that time as well I have gone through a dark night of the soul which was not pleasant I felt lost and in limbo and confused but again I just always accepted the present moment and went with it and eventually come out the other side so just for anyone who might be going through something like that as well just to say it's totally normal as well and it wasn't all rosy from that moment forward and still not but again with that with that knowing of that presence that is available to all of us, whether you call it the universe, higher power, God, Allah, Buddha, whatever resonates with the person, it doesn't matter. It is just that that divine life force that is trying to support us all. So just to say that anyway, for someone as well. And I suppose that's one of the life lessons as well is just be present, just to accept what is, have a total non-resistance to what is, and what is showing up. And again, with that comes an awareness. And if we can bring in a curious mind, as opposed to a fixed kind of closed mind and our our need to constantly label things, that's what actually often causes more pain is how we label them, the meaning we attach to things. Whereas if we can approach things with a more curious mindset and see, well, well, what is this reflecting to me? What is it I can learn from this experience? How can I grow from this? Is there something I need to look at within myself or a part of myself that I have rejected that maybe I need to love on more and reintegrate? So being curious, remaining present and realizing that we always have a choice. And in that moment of clarity that came to me, that's when I realized I'm like, oh crap, yeah. I'm like, life is a roller coaster. Stuff does happen, but it is all my power in how I choose to respond to it. And that really is our power, how we choose to respond to things. Again, it's magic because I'm my energy and who I am and my sense of self-worth and my enoughness no longer depends on externals. It no longer is fickle and changeable like externals because things come and go on the external. That's another life lesson I learned. Nothing is guaranteed to us. Nobody is guaranteed to us for a whole entire life. Mm-hmm. People be like, oh God, that's a horrible way to look at life. No, that's not miserable. That's not lonely. That's not scary. That's really empowering because when you accept that, well, then you can truly be, again, that word, present with each and every person that you interact with and appreciate them while they're there. Not thinking that they're going to disappear, obviously, but just again, it's, it's not getting complacent because nothing and no one is guaranteed. And that's, that's the reality. And Karen, especially in these present times of COVID, 
I'm hoping that none of my listeners have been touched with this, but there have been many, many who have been touched with COVID taking away loved ones from them. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you're saying. Nobody is guaranteed. It just doesn't have to be your boyfriend picking up one day and leaving. It can be natural disasters. It can be pandemic. It could be so many things that you can just be rid of your loved ones in a moment. Yeah, absolutely. And again, that's not to live in fear because this is what we do. We live our lives in fear and we try to attach and hold on to everything. Whereas we have to go with the flow of life. And as they say, none of us are getting out of this alive. Death is coming for everyone. And I think there's a lot of fear around death. Mm-hmm. But actually, you know, haven't spoken to even people in my podcast as well about the death journey. It's, it's just a rebirth into another form. It is going back to the love that we came from. And it's, it's not something to be feared. And also for anyone, what I've learned from talking to other people as well, especially in my podcast, different people of Ascension masters and teachers and all these things that when our soul chooses to leave is when our soul chooses to leave, whether it's COVID, whether it's pandemic, whether it's an accident, nothing can force that to happen before it's our soul's time to leave. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, a beautiful message as well. But another lady I spoke to a couple of weeks ago about COVID, she's an angel teacher and spiritual master. And she saw that anyone who was passing during COVID times is actually doing us a great service because they are taking so much negativity and energy with them as they pass because we're going through a shift. Like we are going through a shift. The collective unconscious that has been hidden and suppressed for so long is coming up. Like life as we know it is shifting. We're in a a huge transition period where work, governments, everything is going to shift, education. So they're supporting. And I know it's really sad and we have to deal with the grief and the pain that we're left with. But again, there is always a divine perfect order. There is always a reason for everything. And that's part of the journey we all have to undertake. Karen, that is giving me the chills right now. That is such a good way of looking at it. Yeah. People who are passing are doing us a service. Absolutely. Every single soul. We all come here with a purpose. We all come here for a reason. And we all leave at the time we're meant to. And with that, we're also cleaning up. We're we're doing so much. Our soul's journey is... It's powerful. Oh, thank you so much for bringing that perspective. Well, like that, it's all about sharing. And I, for one, was certainly delighted to hear it as well, because it's true. These are some wonderful life lessons. I'm really sitting here thinking about how I'm going to take all of this in and introspect on it. But these are some very deep life lessons. Uh, Karen, I want to ask you, do you have a final message for the listeners? Yeah, I suppose even just something that you're speaking about there and how you're going to take it all in. And again, it's just that settling in, just getting really curious about ourselves and appreciating and accepting what our life journey is, leaving the comparison and the expectations out of it. We are all unique in our soul's journey. And the more that we can remove the layers of fear or like that huge inner critic or anxiety or striving for this idea of perfectionism or control, 
the more we can loosen the grips on that and just relax into who am I meant to be, approach with the curious mind of what lights me up? How can I serve? How am I here to help another? How am I here to spread my love and my gifts? And just always, yeah, try reach for a more curious mind than a fixed mind because everything is a learning opportunity. Every single person, event, challenge, whatever that shows up, Yes, it can be extremely challenging, but there is also a learning. There is also a lesson. There is also so much wisdom to be gotten from it. But again, that's our work. That's how we choose to respond and how we choose to allow it to infiltrate our lives. And again, I know that may sound really difficult for someone who may be going through a challenge right now, but just sit in, accept, release the resistance and allow the guidance to come in because it is there. And just always be kind and be loving towards another because everyone is battling something. That is such a beautiful message. And I want to circle back to your very first message. I am enough. Mm. I am enough. Thank you so much, Karen. This was a very intriguing conversation. Well, thank you so much. And like that, I can only say thank you to life because if I had left it up to my thinking mind, I would not have chose any of these experiences. But like that, they happen for a reason. And I am so eternally grateful for the love and the support that I have in the invisible that we all have. And when we connect into it, it is magic. And we are all enough exactly as we are. Great. Thank you again, Karen. Really happy to have you on the show. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed listening to Karen as much as I thoroughly enjoyed talking to her. Before I go any further, I do want to mention one thing that Karen talked about her guest, Diana Cooper, who was the angel teacher, who saw that anyone passing from COVID is doing the rest of us service by taking so much negativity with them as they pass on. Well, I requested Karen for the link for that particular episode, and I have that link in the show notes. I definitely want to listen to that episode, and anyone else who wants to are welcome to as well. You will find the link in the show notes. That being said, listeners, I am sure each one of us is taking away from this conversation with Karen something that they need to take away for themselves at this moment in time. And as always, I am going to list my key takeaways. Karen has packed wonderful messages and great life lessons for us in this one conversation. And so I am actually taking away a lot from here. But in the interest of time, I am listing, listing my top three key takeaways. And here they are in no particular order. One. I am enough and my enoughness does not change based on changing external situations. Two, if you are having challenges in life, get comfortable in the uncomfortableness of the present. Accept what is. Release the resistance and allow the guidance to flow in. Three, and this is Karen's final message to everybody. Always, always be kind and loving to others because everyone is battling something. This brings us to the end of this episode. I will bring you the final episode of season three next Wednesday. And in that, I'm going to bring you a very special guest. I look forward to being together with you next Wednesday. Until then, be happy, be safe and be well.